Hello, welcome to the second podcast. This is Jonathan Gagerson coming at you, three-time cancer survivor. And for those of you just uh, joining, uh, I am a uh, three-time cancer survivor, and uh, I've been through 66 sessions of radiation, 57 sessions of chemotherapy, and seven surgeries, which one of them was a major surgery, that, uh, that they actually took a section of my leg, put it on my neck. And so you'll notice that when I talk, uh, I do have a little bit of a speech impediment. And the reason is uh, my lips are somewhat numb and my tongue is, is somewhat numb as a side effect to some of the nerve endings being damaged as they were doing the surgery. But I'm still smiling and I hope you are too. So this is Perspective C, and one of the things I'm wanting to share with people is that since in 2019 I was diagnosed with cancer, how much has changed for me, for the better in many ways? And it had to do a lot with me looking at um, this illness and going, what are going to be the benefits from this? I mean, this is a lot of suffering, right? If those of you who've been through an illness, you know it does suck. And it is a lot of suffering and treatment and time commitment and healing. And there's the physical and the mental battle that you go through as you recover. And it's different for everybody. Some people it's more severe than others. Uh, some people surgery may be a minor surgery and they may not need to get chemo. Or, or any type of radiation. I frankly have had both types of radiation, proton radiation and photon radiation, uh, two separate times. And, uh, and so, you know, this suffering we go through and we, and we, we go through it, it it's, it's not something we wanna go through. But as I was going through the suffering of the treatment and wondering what's my next step and What's my survival like? And all those things you think about when you're diagnosed with something like cancer, which is, how long are you going to live? And, and so this particular day and what I want to share with you today, I was going in. This is during my second round of radiation, meaning I was doing proton radiation this time. And I was scheduled for 34 sessions. And this was about my 10th session into the proton radiation therapy. And so I'm in the waiting room, and in this waiting room that they have where I went was at MD Anderson in Houston, Texas. You know, you're sitting there, and there's other patients there. And we're all waiting for our turn to be called in, where then we would get on the table, they'd lock us down with our, our custom-made mask to keep us in place, or or whatever they needed to make for us to keep us steady, uh, we'd be waiting in that room. And, and none of us were excited to be there, obviously. We all knew that we were there for a reason. And we all knew we were there because we were battling some type of cancer that part of the treatment plan was radiation. And so I'm having a seat, and... And I'm waiting, and, and the radiation program usually runs pretty on time, actually. They're really good. And I'm sitting there waiting, and this nice 
mature lady comes and sit next to me. And when I mean mature, um, she probably was in her late 70s, uh, 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 possibly even early 80s. I know she told me her age, but I don't remember specifically at this time what her age was, but I know it was late 70s, early 80s. So she sits down next to me, and, and I'm sitting there, and, you know, and honestly, I was feeling a little down. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is only number 10. I got 24 more to go after this session. And, man, every time I go into proton therapy, because they were doing five fields, I'd be on the table for a good 30 minutes or so. So this this nice, wonderful lady comes and sits next to me, and she is absolutely a fireball. I mean, a major fireball. And she comes and sits next to me and introduces herself. And she's like, so how are you doing? I said, well, I'm doing okay, you know. She goes, what number is this? I said, number 10. She goes, oh, okay. I said, well, technically it's number 43. And she goes, what? I go, well, I've already been through 33 other sessions on uh, photon radiation, but this is my second time around. And so she, she asked me, she goes, Mommy asked me what you were diagnosed with, and I told her salivary duct carcinoma. And uh, she goes, oh. She goes, okay. She goes, well, I'm diagnosed with esophageal cancer. I said, okay. She goes, yeah, my doctor said that after I go through this, they're probably going to want to do some kind of surgery or something afterwards to maybe remove what's ever left and so forth like that. And I said, oh, okay. She goes, but you know, she's like, I I'm not worried at all. I said, oh, yeah, no, no concern, huh? She goes, yeah, I'm not worried at all because the fact of the matter is, you know why I'm in my um, elderly years, she shared with me, and I said, I said, you're about to lay on me some really great wisdom, aren't you? And she said, yep, for a young lad like you. And I said, well, I'm, I'm actually like 46 years old. She's like, oh, you're a young lad. I said, oh, well, thank you. She goes, listen to me. I said, I, I actually leaned in a little bit. And I was like, okay, she's about to lay something on me that I've probably never heard. So there I am. I'm, I'm eagerly waiting for her to share with me, what, what is this going to be? And she looks at me straight in the eye in her southern, good Texas accent. And she says to me, you know why this esophageal cancer isn't going to get me? I said, tell me. She goes, because a body in motion stays in motion. And I said, yeah, that's, that's a lot of truth there. And she went on to tell me, and she said, listen, I work on a ranch, I get up every morning, and I go and I take care of all my animals, and I take care of my ranch, and I am moving all day long until about 3, 4 o'clock. And then that's when I kind of come in, and I'll have some settle down time, I'll read a little while more, get some dinner going for the family, or for her husband in this case. She's like, but I've been doing that for the last 40 years. And she goes, I've been diagnosed with different things over these 40 years, and none of them have ever gotten me. And this won't either, because a body in motion 
stays in motion. Now, you're probably listening to this going, yeah, I've heard that. A body in motion stays in motion. You know, but it's, it's different when you take it from a perspective of, <clears throat> am I fighting an illness that could kill me? Am, am, am I fighting something that has the ability to take my life? Because we hear, oh, body emotion stays emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of deep truth to a simple statement that all of us have heard. And, and the truth is, when we become stagnant and, and, and we stop, we're basically just telling ourselves it's over. It's over. What's the point? It's over. And we don't want to become stagnant. I know I don't want to be stagnant. I know my friend in radiation, her name is Martha. Martha. Martha said, a body in motion stays in motion. And, and I just looked at her when she said that. At first, I took it as, yeah, that's true. You know, we've all heard that. But it really is different when we're trying to win. Think about things that are beyond your control. There's ideas, there's thoughts, there's things that happen in life that are beyond our control. And we can either sit down and do nothing, or we can put our body in motion to do something. And in this case, it was about putting our bodies in motion to say, hey, my body's going to keep moving. So mentally, I'm telling my mind, my body is going to keep moving. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to take walks still on radiation. I'm going to work out as much as I can during radiation. I am not going to go get radiation chemo and sit at home all day long until my next treatment. Now, I understand that, that like when I get chemo still today, usually the next day, I'm not really feeling like doing a ton. I don't feel great. You know, my stomach is, is still a little nauseated, even with the pre-meds and stuff. You know, my legs just feel tired. Um, I tend to get a little cramping in my feet and stuff. But I make a point to still move around the house that day. Whether it's a project I'm working on, something that keeps my body in motion. Because when I get chemo, <clears throat> I can only think of Martha. Martha said, I got to keep moving. That if I want to win, I got to keep moving. If I want to live, I have to keep moving. Martha said, if I want to make sure this cancer doesn't get me, keep my body in motion. And I tell you today, that is still something I do. I exercise four to five times a week. Um, I do various different types of exercises. Some of them are, are very aggressive exercises. Some of them a little less aggressive. Yet I exercise four to five times a week consistently. And I do that because I think, Martha, I got to keep my body in motion. Martha said. Now, crazy enough, I never saw Martha again. Our appointments didn't line up. 
every single week. But I got to talk to her that day for about a good 20 minutes before they called me in for my radiation session. And just talking to her and hearing her conviction about a body in motion and hearing what she said, I believed her. I believed her in so many ways. I believed she was right. Esophageal cancer wasn't going to get her. She was just convinced 100% that there was no way this was going to get her because she was going to keep her body in motion. And, and her belief was so strong about keeping her body in motion and, and not sitting and not doing anything that I believed it. I left that conversation with a new conviction that said to me, I just got to be more like Martha. I got to keep my body in motion even more than I was already. I got to just keep moving because as long as my body is moving, my mind and my body are saying, hey, we got to stay. We got to keep going. This ain't over. Life is still here to live. This isn't over at all. And so I think about that all the time. And, and there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm tired today. I don't feel like working out. And I just think, Martha, I got to go. I can't let Martha down. Martha doesn't even know where I live. She knew my first name, but she, we, we never really saw each other. We didn't exchange numbers. But, for, but I still think, Martha, I got, I got, I'm tired today. I don't feel like doing that project, Martha. Man, I don't, I don't feel like working today, Martha. I don't really want to go outside and throw football with my kids, Martha. I don't, I don't really feel like going out to, and exercising, Martha. Man, I don't even think I feel like reading right now, Martha. Man, I just, I, I'm down. I'm, I don't feel good. I know I'm fighting something that's serious. Man, I'm just feeling like, what's the point? Martha. And I just want to tell you, think Martha. Just think about it. When you're going after something, when you're going to do something, you may be fighting an illness. Maybe it's something from diabetes to cancer to MS to Parkinson's. I, I know people who have all of these illnesses that they're, they're fighting and they're winning. And I tell them the same thing that I've learned. I said, look, one of my biggest things is Martha. In those times, excuse me, in those times when I'm just like, hey, I can't be down. I just think Martha. And I want you to think that too today and every day. When you're feeling down or you don't feel like moving you don't feel like working out. You don't feel like actually you're fighting this disease or you know someone it is. It's a tough time. Uh, Martha. Just remember, Martha, she's in her late 70s, early 80s. And she said her secret, why nothing has ever gotten her, is because a body in motion stays in motion. You just got to think, Martha. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, again, I want to encourage you, if you wouldn't mind, click follow. Get updates to that the new 
um, episodes that will be coming out on Perspective C. I guarantee you, you're going to gain a bunch of insight, and we're going to uh, make a new episode, ideally every week, every couple weeks, there'll be a new episode for you to listen to, and I just hope this encourages you. Again, hit that follow button, and uh, and follow us, and, and learn more about us. We got some exciting news coming up here in the next few weeks that we're excited to share with people, so make sure you stay tuned, and go about your day and every day. Just thinking Martha.